Hey y'all, welcome to Sickly Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, then thank you so much. I'm your host Cheyenne. If you are returning, thank you so much for coming back again. Before we begin today's episode, I must say that this one is going to be a little graphic and a little outside of what I normally talk about. It's a recent case that happened last year, and I feel like some people haven't really covered it, so I figured why not? The case is about a fetal abduction, so be warned it's going to be graphic, and there is going to be a couple descriptions that some people may find disturbing, so listener discretion is definitely advised. Back in April of 2019, 19-year-old Marlene Ochoa Lopez was pregnant with her second child. She had a three-year-old son and was nine months pregnant and due any day with her second son. Marlene, like some of us, have gone, had gone on Facebook and had talked to a woman named Clarissa Figueroa. And she was in one of those, it was like a mommy group, one of those where women talk and share advice and trade baby clothes and those kind of things. Clarissa had told Marlene that she had a stroller and some baby clothing items and had asked her if she wanted them. And so she had went to the woman's house and she had got the clothes and everything seemed fine. Clarissa was 46 years old and she had a daughter in her 20s named Desiree Figueroa, who will come into the story later. On April 23rd, 2019, Clarissa contacted Marlene again and had asked her if she wanted to exchange baby clothes, saying that her friend had had a baby shower and bought a bunch of baby clothing for a little boy, but it had come out as a girl. So Marlene had said all right and had agreed to meet her at her home again because kind of in a way she knew her, so she felt comfortable. On the day that she went to Clarissa's home this time, her daughter Desiree was there and so was her boyfriend. I'm not sure now if it's the daughter's boyfriend or if it's Clarissa's boyfriend because some reports were conflicting. When Marlene got there, though, however, this time they had lured her in the house and was acting strange. And Desiree was showing her pictures of her dead brother, who was Clarissa's son, Clarissa's son, ironically, was 20 years old and had passed away one year prior to the incident that is about to take place and be described to you, which we will get into that later in the episode, too. However, while Marlene was looking at the photos of the dead son, Clarissa came up behind her with a cord and started to strangle her. She had wrapped her fingers around the cord, trying to pull it out from around her neck and save her life and her unborn baby's life. And when Desiree noticed she was trying to save her life, she grabbed her hands and pulled them away because, as she said, she got upset. Clarissa was on top of her for about four or five minutes before finally her body went limp. It's not determined yet if she was dead or if she was simply unconscious. While she was laying there, the pair then proceeded to take a butcher knife and crudely cut open her stomach and her womb and remove the baby that was inside. Minutes later, Clarissa called 911 saying she had just given birth and that she needed to go to a hospital because her baby was not breathing. 
Once she was there, after a couple days, the medical staff at the hospital had kind of got suspicious of her because she was 46 years old. She did not seem like she had just given birth. And they had decided to determine and do a DNA test on the baby. It came out that the baby was not Clarissa's. And they did a DNA test with Marlene's husband and found that the baby was, in fact, his. What had happened that they decided to do a DNA test was after a couple days, the police ended up putting out her missing persons. She had been reported missing later during the same day because she didn't come home. But as with most departments, a person has to be missing for a certain amount of time before police will step in. Once it went all over the news and the media that there was a missing pregnant woman, that's what caused the medical staff to become suspicious of the whole incident. And so once the DNA test was done, they found out this was the baby that had been stolen. It took a couple days, but finally someone found the online activity and correspondence between Marlene and Clarissa and alerted the police. The police had confronted Clarissa, but of course she lied and told them that she didn't know what was going on and she didn't know why this girl was missing, that she had come, had got the baby things, and that was it. However, they soon found when they went to the woman's house, they found Marlene's car parked not far from there. And when they obtained a search warrant and got in the house, they found traces of blood, cleaning supplies, and in the garbage can behind the house, they found the body of Marlene. I'm not sure what the state was, but you can only imagine. When the coroner did the autopsy, it was determined that her cause of death was by strangulation. However, when the three were arrested, Clarissa, Desiree, and the boyfriend, they were charged with first-degree murder. His attorney, though, the boyfriend's attorney, was trying to fight and say that he had no idea of what was going on, and he had no idea that a body was at a premises that he sometimes lived at, which I'm going to kind of say is a lie because... He was there on the day of the murder, and I mean, he didn't see anything. He didn't notice a smell coming from the garbage can. So I'm just going to kind of call bullshit on that. However, unfortunately, Marlene's second son was, unfortunately, he died because they kept him on life support, but the baby was brain dead because during Marlene's strangulation, oxygen had been cut off and the baby was not able to fully function. And then after the baby had been cut out of her, he still was not breathing. They had the baby on life support, but he was brain dead. And I think it was after two weeks or two months, they had taken the baby off life support and sadly her son died. The case is something that's not uncommon. The first fetal snatching or fetal abduction or womb raiding, however you want to look at it, was actually from 1974, and it's gone all the way up until last year to 2019. And as a modern society, we don't think of things like that happening, but some people are either so desperate to have children or in Clarissa's case, she had a son that died, and here's a new son that's being born into the world. I don't understand why she did it, but it might have been in her mind that it was replacing her son. You know, I mean, I understand she was 46, and after the age of 35, they say that it becomes more difficult for some women to achieve pregnancy. But there are surrogate mothers, there are adoptions, there is, you know, she had a family member that had a small child they couldn't take care of. She could have become a guardian of them. 
There is so many things. And she had a daughter. Eventually, her daughter might have given birth and she would have been a grandmother, but it would have been a small child to fill that void. But some people just, they don't seem to think about these things. And unfortunately, sometimes grievances can cause people to turn to murder. Now, I'm not condoning her actions by any way, because there's a 19-year-old woman that's dead and a small baby is dead because of her actions. But in her mind, apparently she felt like she was replacing her son. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and hopefully you'll leave a rating and review on this, even though it's a very sad and traumatic type of story. But you can follow Sickly Sweet Podcast on Instagram. I'm on there most active. If you guys have any comments, you want to talk about the case or any kind of suggestions, you can contact me there. I'd love to hear from you guys and hear your opinions on this story. The website, Facebook, and Twitter will be coming. I know I've been saying that for the past couple episodes, but things have been a little hectic going on with, naturally, the pandemic and the stay-at-home orders. So life's been a little chaotic, but they will be coming soon, and I will update on Instagram when they go live. As I said, thank you guys so much for joining me. Stay safe, wash your hands, and until next time, y'all take care.